All right. Let's do this. We going to three, two, one it? I guess. You, I mean, you don't want us recording the thing, so. Um, all right. Do let me know. Three, two, one. You got to start it, bro. <laughs> And this is the quarantine episode. <laughs> we social distancing, y'all. It's kind of sad. Yay, I guess. <laughs> Can I have something in my teeth? Yes, I do. Sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Some fruit there. Mm -hmm. You might want to mm -hmm. get that. So there, no. <laughs> All right, hold up. What? Oh my gosh. Gone. <laughs> nice. Nice one. Okay, so before we start the quarantine episode, even though we're apart, Jen and I just so happened to have the same liquor in the house. So um, we made drinks using Ray and Nephew. Um, for mine, um, Jen kind of gave me inspo. So I did. Um, she muddling, y'all. Had... Yes, I did. I muddled. muddled. Yes, I did. <laughs> I had um strawberries in my fridge. You can see them. See the little strawberries? I don't know if you see them. Um, and I put them in the cup with the Ray and Nephew, and I was just doing some bam, bam, you know, some muddling. And then I put some raspberry lemonade in it, and um, now I can't taste the Ray and Nephew, which is making me concerned because I feel like you can always taste Ray and Nephew. No? No. No. Usually when I get it, it's like I always taste it. Even like when I get it in like rum punch or something, like mm -hmm. I feel like I always taste it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I put like, it's like, I don't know, it was a lot in there. So I don't know. We're going to see what happens when I'm done with this. Maybe I'll feel it after. And then my thing with like having like fruits and drinks too is like when you try to drink it directly from the glass, the fruit be trying to stop your progress. Oh, yeah. True. Like, true. Be <laughs> so I was like, Get the stroke popping. But Keep yeah, that's what I need. Mm -hmm. um, what do I have? So I have in my adulting is hard cup. See? Oh, wait. This is how they do it, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, like the bloggers. Like the bloggers, right? <laughs> um, I had some like smoothie concentrate. I don't know. I bought this shit from BJ's. The lady was selling it. Whatever. So it's like this big <laughs> bottle of... Um, like berry concentrate it has like acai berries, pomegranate, a whole bunch of like shit in it. So I did that and I made a smoothie, and then I just put the right enough in it. So it's like a a berry smoothie, I suppose. We tell. Can you taste the right enough in yours? Mm -mm. No. Okay. Then maybe maybe I did it right. Then I don't know. We're gonna see. Okay, so quarantining, COVID nineteening, it's sad times. So I've been in the house personally for like over two weeks, and I feel like 
that I'm going crazy, but I feel like it's leaving me a lot of time with my thoughts. And I don't know if that's like such a good thing because like I feel like I'm overthinking everything, like everything that's going on, like what's happening and like where the world is. And it's like making me paranoid. Yeah, I don't know. See, I feel like I'm a weirdo because I'm just like, this is fine, you know? Like, I'm an introvert. Everything's fine. Like, I like my house. I haven't, I'm not taking my house yet, so, um, I'm here. And then also, like, um, we do, like, I started crocheting. So I have, like, I like to do a lot of arts and crafts. So I do projects with the kids. We do arts and craft stuff. Um, I do. Picked up crocheting again. I bought a waffle iron for my waffle maker. Made waffles from scratch. You know, I'm just out here living my best quarantine life. I see that. I've been working out a lot. Like, when I want to go outside, I make sure I go outside with a purpose. So it's like, there's a park by me that has, like, a track. So I've been, like, running, like, doing workouts. I do workouts inside a lot more now since it's getting, like, more intense. Um... What else have I been doing? Working a lot. Because, um, you know, we work for, like, a healthcare company. So, we're, like, in the midst of it. So, like, I've been working a lot. Um, and watching shows. Like, I feel like before, I haven't, ha- I didn't have time to, like, catch up on all these shows. But there's so many shows that are out right now that people are binging. And, like, I'm actually able to, like, keep up. And I find them hilarious. Um, what's the one we were talking about earlier? Mm-hmm. Um, Tiger, what is it? Oh, Tiger King. Yeah, that shit is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every episode, every episode, you're like, no, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> what? Every episode just like takes, like the level of ridiculousness goes just higher and higher. And you're just like, this shit yes. is crazy. <laughs> like, what? who allowed y'all to do this for so long? That's my question. Like, you just marrying two people, like you have seventeen girlfriends, and like you just keeping animals, and it's illegal. Like I'm very confused. Well, honestly, I knew the white dude that was like Doc Antle. That like I knew some shit was up on him because once he said that he used to live like in an ashram or some shit, I was like cult, cult. 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 <laughs> I was like, oh no. Oh no. I was like, I I'm on to you. you. Like, and then when they came out that he had the five wives, I was like, you know what? I'm not even, I'm not surprised because this is like, exactly based on your history, you know. Right. This is what y'all do. Yeah, this is what y'all this do. What- <laughs> so yeah, I was like, you know what's another good, speaking of cults, there's another one on Netflix. What's it called? It's about um, this yoga cult that was actually in America. A yoga cult? Bruh. What the <laughs> And it's actually by this like really, um, I guess, famous yogi person. I don't know. Let me, let me do my Google right now. Google. Because when you're saying yoga cult, all I'm imagining is yoga just yoga cult. cult. Bruh. All see look at that. Yoga cult Netflix first search option. People are watching it. That's what wild, it is. wild country. Watch that. It's like a seven parter, but that shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um what the hell is this man's name? 
this man has like mad books and people like there are a lot of people who follow him to this day. To this day. To this day. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny though? Because I feel like yoga is like not that it's a cult, but I feel like it's a certain like group culture with yoga in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I could kind of see how it could be like culty because when people do yoga, like they feel like they're bonding over something. It's like, yeah, we both do yoga, yeah. like downward facing dog. You know what I mean? So I guess, but I think I gotta watch that and figure out what that means. What's this? What's this cult guy's culture? name? Because there's another one too about this other yoga dude that had a cult. Too. What? Like I'm telling you, it's like yoga. You know what? Let me not. Somebody would be like, no, <laughs> I love yoga. What is that guy's name? He had, he literally has written like mad books. What is his name? Yoga Cult Netflix. It's not the Scientology guy, is it? No, or that, is, first of all. That's a woman. No, his wife is missing. <laughs> So <laughs> low key, I'm like really into all this weird shit, right? So I've I've like Googled Scientology in depth, right? And I've watched all the documentaries, right? So what is his name? Kavesh. What the fuck is his name? Tim. Him and Tom Cruise are like this, right? See, now I gotta do um another Google, right? Scientology leader. Tim Kavesh, I feel like his name is. David Miscavige. There we go. David Miscavige, right? That was off. That was way off, but whatever. So, like, David Miscavige, so, mind you, so Scientology was created by a science fiction writer, Ron L. Hubbard. Yes, this was created, like, maybe in the 60s, right? So that, at first, was, like, is created by a sci-fi writer, whatever. Okay, right. So they have this thing. So some of the, like, practices of Scientology, I guess they have merits, which, like, how it gets people first to come in. Because most of it is, like, about self-awareness and about, like, um, you know, uh, analyzing past traumas to, like, uh, have growth in your life spiritually. Uh, so they have this thing. It's called, like, a it's a meter, right? So it's their practice is called Dianetics. So that's the science of Scientology. So they do Dianetics, and they basically, like... You have a reader, you hold it in your hands, and someone else is, like, looking at the reader, and then they ask you, like, certain questions, and based on, like, how it waves or whatever, they can tell if, like, you're lying or you're telling the truth. Whatever bullshit. But, wow. so, I think the initial steps have, like, some good tools, some good, like, self-coping tools for people, but then once you get sucked in, it's, like, everything you have to do, you have to pay for. So, it's, like, like, if you want to, so, I think there are, like, 20 levels I think um, the top level is OT, or is it clear? I think to be at the top level is like you're clear. So essentially, you have to pay to reach these levels. Yes, because you have to pay for the sessions, you have to pay for the books, you have to pay for the seminars, and you also have to like give your tithes to the church too. This sounds like a rich man's church. It's not wrong. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they own mad real estate. And also, because they're a religion, they are tax-exempt. And so, like, they have... Yes, so one of, like, one of their biggest, um, I guess, spots is in down in Florida. I think in Clearwater, Florida, they have a fucking a huge-ass building. And all those people... For, and it's all naval theme, which is weird. It's like, it's called the Sea Org. Like, everything has a naval theme. 
So um, all those people who like work there, they do that work for free. Nobody gets paid. So they have like other jobs to yeah. To fend for the, like they, okay. Some of them have other jobs and then they contribute. Some of them like their only job is to work there and then they might get like food and shelter, but they're not getting like cash in hand. Wow. And no, so that's a big thing. And then the other thing is just like the big thing with them is like they're not fucking with anybody who's not a Scientologist. So they'd be like, I don't care if that's your mama. That's they'd be like, that's not really your mama. Yeah, they really encourage like cutting off family ties. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm not one to now. Some Scientologists gonna come after me now. Yeah, <laughs> cause they do that shit. Like they follow people. Yo, they fought. Like if you want to leave, they like lock you up in a room. This is what several people have said. Like when they tried to leave, they like as punishment. Like they lock people up in rooms. Like you can't leave. Um. Also, it's like they harass you. Um, they harass you. Like they stalk you. They harass you online. Like they do crazy shit. Mm-mm. Well, I know. And like I was saying, I don't judge people, but it doesn't sound like something for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave that yeah. to them. That's your church. So be it, but not tied. I can't. And then that's a, going back to our original point, his wife, Shelly, I think nobody have seen, has seen her since like 2002 or some bullshit. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> nobody <laughs> has seen her for years. Are, are people looking for her? No. They are, but they be like, Shelly is fine. No. I don't, nah, because it doesn't, <laughs> when, when kids get kidnapped and adults go missing, people look for them for about a year and a half and let it go. They're saying Shelly is good. They're saying Shelly is fine. Maybe she surpassed the highest level. Oh, no. Into like... First of all, the highest level is crazy because then they come up with this story about how, like, Earth was inhabited by aliens and, like, this main alien came and some shit and then strapped all these other aliens to a volcano and blew this shit up so the souls of all those aliens are actually in us. And so, because they believe in, like, past lives. But the craziest shit is they believe in past lives, but you can't say, like, what your past life is. So if in my past life, I thought I was Jesus, right? <laughs> what if you thought you were Jesus, too? <laughs> I, okay. All right. Well. And matter the celebrities are in it. Yes, that's what I heard. Like, And then they're the ones that wear, like, the red string. I don't know. I think the red string people are some other people. That's something else? Yeah, I think it's like a Jewish off. It's like an offset of Orthodox Jewish. Isn't that shit Kabbalah? Bruh. I let me tell you something. I don't. You. I, have no idea. I don't have enough money to have those problems. Okay? This is what I'm saying. It just sounds expensive. Like I don't even. I don't think I qualify. I don't like, have I don't... enough money to have those problems. All I know is Jesus. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's all I know too. That's it. That's it. I don't got it. For- Nah, but all these shows on Netflix, like, I don't know. I didn't know I had time. Do you watch, um, people been watching Ozark. You watch that? I watched maybe the first and second season, but I feel like okay. Ozark is a little too gritty for me. Mm. I've heard that. Like, my brother watches it, and, like, I'll see, like, some 
like pieces here and there, but I haven't like tried to sit down and like actually get into it. So I don't know. But people are excited about that. Um, what else? I, oh, I just finished All American. Like somebody told me to watch that. And even though it's like it's a teeny bopper show, kind mm -hmm. of. Even though like the people that play the teenagers in the show, like clearly grown, grown people. Like the main character, he has this um this five o'clock shadow like half of the time <laughs> in the in the um in the episodes. But it's like I don't know for some reason like it just catches my attention. Like I thought the first season like the acting wasn't that good. Um, but the second season was really good to me. Like, I feel like the acting was really good. And there was so much happening that it just captured my attention. So, I don't know. I just finished that too. Uh, what else? What I, I watched them self-made about Madam C.J. Walker. Yeah, I watched that too. What did you think about that? Trash. <sighs> Fucking I trash. Was... I was highly disappointed. Yeah, like, and I feel like it confused some people like if you like read about madam cj walker like the woman in the movie that's supposed to be her rival like when you read about her they label her as like her mentor and like an influencer mm -hmm. in her like making her products mm -hmm. and you know the hot woman and all that stuff but when you're when they perceived it in the show it was like oh she's a villain yeah and you know all of this and like and the shit that i mean spoiler alert if you haven't watched it but like the thing that bothered me, like, was at the end where, like, um, Madam C.J. Walker, like, she revealed her truth mm -hmm. about, like... That the... bothered me so fucking much because she was like, all right, then, I guess I'm going to head out. What? Right. She was like, yeah, so whatever. And I'm like, what? What? Y'all like... <laughs> niggas been fighting for years. For years. Yes. And you and just going to be like... about this. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm done. Yeah. I was, yeah, that shit aggravated me. I was like, this bullshit. Yeah, exactly. This is some bullshit. This is some bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing that aggravated me was that, like, I get they were trying to make it seem like Madam C.J. Walker was, like, a an independent woman and she had her own. But the one thing yeah. that bothered me was when she tried to get mortgage the house without her husband knowing. And I was like, Ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like because I own my house, I'd be like, "Yo, we're fucking fighting." <laughs> like, <laughs> you you try to do what? Oh no 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 and no 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 no. He tried to say something about it. She was like, "Well, you know," and it's like, "No no 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 no." I was like, at first no, of all, because it was like I don't even think it was it was his daddy's house or some shit. Like it wasn't even her husband's house. It was his father's house. I'm, yeah. Listen, girl. And his dad tried to make him feel like a punk. He was like, "Yeah, well, she's saying it's her business." So and he was like, "Well, it's my name." And he was like, "Well, it's Madam Mad C.J. Walker. It has nothing to do with you." The father was, was a sister. Like, yeah, the father liked her. He was. I don't know what he had against his son, but he was just like, "This nigga is not. He's not anything. This nigga yeah. ain't shit." So I got. I know my son. <laughs> exactly. This man. Mm -mm. Um, but yeah. Oh, you know what else I've been doing too? There's a, um, so there's a page on Instagram, right? It's called Bay Dates. And, um, it's run by this girl. Her name is Lade. And, um, I know her because one of my friends that I went to school with, she's her cousin. 
Um, but yeah, so she started the page and it's called Bay Dates. And usually on the page, like she'll give like um, date night inspo and she'll like, you know, give like um, tips and like stuff like that. So she's like got a good little following. So since the quarantine, I think this was like her third one she did. They, every Friday she's been doing um, this like, excuse me. Yeah, the burp, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Burp, come out like whoa. Red and nephew's like, I gotta talk too. Um, <laughs> no, but she's been doing this live every Friday, where she like um, has people join and like people request her, and she like selects people to like come on the live, and um, they kind of like not not I don't want to say sell themselves because that's not a nice thing to say. No, they they kind of like brag about themselves, and mm-hmm. she like asks them questions. And then at the end, after she's at, done asking them questions, like you can fake bid on the person. So like when you join, you could um, you put popcorn if you're watching for entertainment. Mm-hmm. You put the peanuts if you're like part of the peanut gallery. You're gonna be commenting the whole time, or and you can put like the paddle if you're gonna be a bidder. And I think that's it. So if you so want to bid on the person, people bid actual dollars. No, not oh, actual dollars. It's it's just fake money. Oh, um, I was about to say, this is a brothel. <laughs> this is a brothel. <laughs> this is prostitution. This is a prostitution whore. <laughs> nah, um, but she doesn't like, um, like, she'll ask you your age. Like, if you're like, so yesterday some girl was like 24. So she's like, okay, they start the bidding at 24,000, right? Mm-hmm. So the people with the paddles, they're like, okay, 30,000, 50,000 or whatever. And she lets people bid for one minute. And whoever has the highest bid, you can, you're allowed to slide into the person's DMs. Um, and they kind of have to give you a chance. But like the funny thing about it, and she says it too, is like, if you sell yourself correctly, everybody going to slide anyway. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. if somebody thinks you're attractive, niggas going to slide if they want to slide. Exactly. They just be like, oh, what's the name? Oh, okay, bad. Right, exactly. And she was like, oh yeah, repeat your ad name, repeat your ad name. So if they want to find you, they're going to get you. Um, but I just find it so entertaining. Like, the one that she did, so Friday it was acting up, so she did a like a, um, a brunch one, like a day party one yesterday. The thing was three hours. Three hours. And she Ooh. had a steady audience, like, for three hours. And people were watching and, like, joining and, like, um, talking about themselves and I don't know, like, it's just something entertaining for me. Because I feel like now, Fridays, like, you're just in the house. So I've been watching that with the Bay Dates. In the house. We in the house, house, house. Kanye <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and um, even speaking about dating, I saw this thing on Twitter where this girl, she was um talking about how she met some guy, I think through Instagram or Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. And like he sent her a cash app to buy wine and they were they had their like video chat first date. Oh, and he cute. like paid the wine. Right? I thought that was cute. I was like, wow, y'all really y'all really trying out here. Y'all shooting shots. I like it. Definitely. Yeah. But everybody's been going live. Like even the um those music battles? Yes. Those music battles. I cannot I haven't stayed and like watched one in its entirety, but I find them 
very interesting in the fact that I didn't know like a lot of these people were the ones producing these songs. Yes. Like yeah, like T Pain and um And Little John. And Lil John went against each other. And Lil John was playing these songs and I'm like, Oh, Bro, that's what you've been doing. When he came out with Gasolina, I was like, Yo, you produce like, that? Excuse me? You produce <laughs> that? I was like, it makes yeah, sense. Lena? But I just didn't put it together and I was like, yo. Little yeah, John has money. He did, um, he did um one of the City Girls songs too. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so I thought you was just hanging out and not making music no more, but you was no, over you're here. Making doing money. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Making money, doing things. So I'm like, dang. Like, crazy. I don't know. There's supposed to be one today. Um I think I might tune in. I think it's Babyface. Babyface and it's who? Babyface and who is it? It's Babyface and somebody else in R&B. I think it's Babyface, Teddy Riley, and one more person. Wow. That might be a might be a vibe for yeah, a Sunday because, evening. because um, Babyface done wrote a lot of songs. Okay. People slept on Babyface. Literally. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? I have to make me another one of these. Um, Teddy Riley and Babyface. It's supposed it's it's one more person though. I don't know, but I know it's, it's at least those two people. Maddie Fresh and Scott Storch had a battle, and I was just like, Maddie Fresh, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> he lost, didn't he? Damn, for the ninety nines and the two thousands. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> you hear my son? Oh yeah, the children. The children. Meanwhile, <laughs> all day. How have you been dealing with that, like children in the quarantine? Um. Well, for Harper, she has school, so we start school and so we have like the teacher sets up a schedule of the things that they're supposed to be working on or the assignments and so um in between me working I also have to teach my child so that's it and then Logan like um the morning you know we try to keep him engaged I try to like have him play with his toys and then a little bit like he likes Sesame Street so we'll put that on for him and he'll relax and then by one o- Sesame Street was still on. Huh? I didn't even know Sesame Street was still on. Yeah, oh yeah, it's still on. So then by That's one awesome. o'clock, um, he's already ready for like nap time. So he'll sleep from like one to three. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. Do you feel like do you find it like challenging, like to teach Harper during the day? It's a little stressful because I know I'm supposed to be doing my work, so it's <laughs> excuse me, it's a little bit hard to manage. In terms of the actual stuff that she's learning, she's in kindergarten, so it's not like most of it is just practicing reading. So, like in addition to what, because the teacher like gives us things, and each of these assignments are only supposed to be like twenty to thirty minutes. So I try to like supplement it with other things. Like we bought her, we got a subscription for ABC Mouse. So if like I can't help or Richard can't help, I'll just tell her to get on that for a little bit and do those games. 
she has books you know also um we have a lot of like i said we have a lot of arts and craft stuff so i think we had made easter eggs on friday so she was sitting at that table for hours oh nice mm -hmm. keeping herself entertained yeah i don't know like i have a, like a couple of teacher friends and they're just like like it's a struggle sometimes just because like they don't always get parents like you that are like willing to like help the kids or like put them on the computer like mm -hmm. so they can interact with the class and stuff like that and they find themselves like having to like chase the students and like if the student doesn't log on they're expected to like call the parent mm -hmm. and if the parent is not interested then it's like it's just a loss for the kids and then like they just took away their spring break mm -hmm. they're talking about like um taking away their summer vacations just so that yeah, the kids could be I'm just like, this is I mean, it's a I don't, lot. It is a lot, but it's just like, I think because of where she goes to school, mm -hmm. um, like we go to, she goes to school out in Long Island, you know? And so the type of parents out here, I already know like the parents are going like <laughs> above and beyond. So it's just like, I have to do the most to make sure that right. she's at the very least on track mm -hmm. with them. Right. So, you know, I just like, it's different for me because I feel like I'm personally responsible for my child. And if my child is not prepared, then that is a reflection of, of me and my parenting um, and my lack of interest. Because I think sometimes, and I feel like this happens a lot with maybe like minority parents is, I think sometimes we attribute smartness or intelligence as something you're born with and not something that you, you work at. And that you can yeah, achieve like skill that you yeah. develop. So, yeah. I, so a lot of the times, like you know, I can even say for like myself, like they just expected me to like know these things, and it's like no, you have like sometimes you can be very smart, but sometimes you have to work a little bit harder to grasp or understand what's going on. Uh oh. Hello. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're back. So okay, I was saying, like, you know, like you can be smart, but sometimes that intelligence comes from you working hard to learn what you mm -hmm. need to learn. And I feel like sometimes parents don't get it, or at least like the older generation, they don't understand like why certain kids struggle, and it's because like they need that extra support. Like mm -hmm. certain people, like even still, even the kids who are like geniuses. The parents still had to work to uncover that their kid was a genius, and then they exactly. worked to develop that genius. You know, they constantly engaged their children so that they were learning, you know, things that were more suited to their level of intelligence. Right. So I feel right. like, you know, me, at least now, like, it's my responsibility to make sure that she has the foundational things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing that's scary, too, is, like, they've been talking about, like, what about those kids that are like in like a, <clears throat> excuse me, those kids that are like in like um, unfortunate situations at home? Like they go to school and find relief from their home life, whereas now like they're forced to stay indoors mm -hmm. um, in maybe an unfortunate situation. And like that type of stuff, like that really makes me like sad sometimes because I'm like, there's nothing that they can really do because it's like 
go outside and like get infected and like you know risk all the dangers of like corona or it's like stay inside and maybe you have like an abusive parent or like you have a, a um an environment in your home that's not conducive to you learning so it's like it's not it's like a, a lose-lose for them in a, in a sense and like not everybody's that lucky you know yeah i mean this is where the self-awareness comes in because i feel like not everybody is like parenting is a skill just like any other things and some some of y'all shouldn't shouldn't have been parents <laughs> like facts are like facts. people say that all the time they're like just because you can doesn't mean you should exactly because if you know like there are certain skills you need patience for children you need to know how to like communicate in a healthy way to a child and a lot of parents just like i mean granted they get on your nerves and they just blow up but it's like you have to make sure that you're nurturing to your child and i think a lot of people because they weren't nurtured themselves they just parent in like these really ineffective ways. Yeah, they don't know how to, to give that to someone if they never received it. Madness. Okay, what else is happening with quarantining? Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Everybody's inside. You know, and they're saying that we're going to be able to go out by the end of. Um, April, but for me, I don't believe that shit. I do not believe that. I feel like even if by the end of April the numbers start going down, it would be wise of them not to tell people to go outside mm -hmm. until probably like a month or two after that. Yeah. If I'm being honest, because just because the numbers are going down. It just means that the, the social distancing is now becoming effective. That doesn't mean that it's not still a possibility to catch it. Yeah. I feel so. like it's um it's a wrap for the summer. And like even like because they were like, Oh, maybe it works like the flu where it's like not as prominent. Um, true. But I remember one time I caught the flu in the summer. Like <laughs> You did? Yeah, I came back from from Disney World sick. Damn. Yep. So I don't I don't know. Came back with the flu. Yeah. I don't know. And then also, like, whatever vaccine they got, I'm not using that shit. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Test that out on other yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Test it. Like, y'all are fucking circumventing all of, like, the trial protocols. So, I don't want that first batch. I don't want the second batch. I don't want the third one. Like, nope. Nope. I catch y'all five years when you Yo, develop. like fuck I, out of I don't I already know y'all are not doing it the right way right now nah. because especially now they're just rushing to find yeah. something so you're gonna test it on one person it's gonna work on that one person that had like one type of bodily scenario that made it work then you're gonna do it on the next person and it's gonna go to shit yeah, and I completely mm -hmm. fuck like nah you need to mm -mm. <laughs> exactly you long do time trials on that before you get me to use that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there's this boy that I went to school with. He actually got the coronavirus, and he was on um on Facebook. He gave like a really nice like um video about it, saying like you know like he caught it, and you know it felt terrible, but he was able to get through it, and the certain things that he did like to to basically like combat it. 
And then at the end, he was like, yeah, and you know, like I'm almost through my 14 days of quarantine. And then once I'm tested um, and they see that like my, I think he said like his antibodies can now fight them off, then he's going to donate his blood. And then with the donation of his blood, they'll use those antibodies to create the vaccines and like the cure to like help other people. And I just feel like, it's wishful thinking, but I don't think it's that easy. Yeah. Also, I mean, it may, may not be. Also, you better get a check off of that because if they find a <laughs> cure, the cure is not free. Do you understand? These pharmaceutical companies will make millions. Off of your blood. Because you know who that happened to? Tom, what's her name? Oh. Oh, Henrietta Lacks, bruh. Henrietta Lacks. Henrietta Lacks. Senior thesis about this woman, and when I was in college, my senior year, and I was just like, "Ain't that about a bitch?" Bro, they really will book? take your body and just do whatever, do whatever, and make money. Yeah, bruh. Yeah, so like, no, Mm-mm. no, no, no. You cannot have it. You cannot have it. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, actually, this what I, this how I feel. Donate all for the greater good, but make peace with the fact. That you broke. will see exactly. You're not gonna see nothing from not me. Nah, because nothing. I'm not gonna say, huh? I said you're not gonna see nothing. Nothing. Not one cent. I promise you. Because I'm not gonna say that if I had it, I wouldn't donate. Because I feel like for the greater good of humanity, I would donate my blood. You know, figure out the vaccine. People are dying. Like I've had people in my family that, like pass already, um, and it was you know it was very sad and unexpected. Like I have friends that are sick. And we're just waiting to like see, um, you know, to make sure that they get better after their 14 days. So I won't say that me, like I wouldn't donate my blood for the greater good of humanity. But I will say that, like I said, come to terms and come to peace with the fact that you're not going to see anything from that. And they're just going to use your blood and, you know, profit over it. No, I want that check. I want to see how America does. America. America. The land of the mm-hmm. thieves. But anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I think you were right about this, Ray and Neff. It sneaks up on you. Yep. Got these strawberries at the end. If you eat those, you really be. That. Sorry. Opening chips. What's that? Yeah, I went to bro. I went to <laughs> I went to Walmart yesterday. I had to wait an hour outside. Did they make y'all stand six feet apart? You're supposed to, but these niggas don't do it. <laughs> Nobody ever understood what personal space was. They before, don't. They it's like. You on a fucking line. You're wearing a mask, and then you have to a nerve to be right on my fucking back. Like, back up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the mask for? Like, What's what the is the mask? Like, back the fuck. Social distancing. Shit. Right. <laughs> I haven't experienced the whole. Actually, I'm lying. I went to the post office, and around me, like, it's like a makeshift post office, not like a real post office, um, because the actual post office is so far that somebody <laughs> is making money off of doing a makeshift post office because the other one is at the end of time. But anyway, I went to the makeshift post office, and 
I tried to walk in. The lady was like, uh, can you wait outside? Because we're only having two people in the store at a time. And I was like, oh. I, like, stood outside, and then more people came, and everybody was waiting, like, six feet behind each other. And I was like, wow. This is, this is the time that I'm in right now. Like, this is insane. Let me tell you something. The people, you know who the dirtbags are. Because I feel like the people who first started wearing masks, y'all are dirtbags. <laughs> Why you say that? Because it's like, y'all don't wash your hands. Y'all don't have Lysol in your house. You know, I thought that too when they're like, oh, people are stocking up on toilet paper and all the cleaning supplies are gone. All the hand sanitizer. I'm like, y'all didn't just have that? Like, around? Bro, like, because I, for I buy Lysol in bulk. I buy wipes in bulk. See, my Clorox wipe, I buy the one that comes three in a pack. The three big, yeah, the big things in a pack. Yeah. yeah, and like, I got one unopened pack in the sink, in the um, kitchen, and there's one in the bathroom. And I'm just like, when they say all oh, the cleaning supplies is gone, I'm like, what were you cleaning your home with before? Nothing. And like, I, I really, really get, I also buy the Clorox sprays too. I buy those. I have one in the kitchen yeah, and one in the bathroom. Too. And I even have a big ass thing of Clorox because just in case, put a little <laughs> bit of water in there, you get to go. Exactly. You'll never know what's going to happen. The only thing I don't have is ammonia because I used to clean with that, but then niggas pass out. Yo, that's dumb funny because my friend, she told me a story about how her mom was cleaning the bathroom with ammonia. And she came in the bathroom one time, opened the door, her mom was on the floor. Passed out. She was like, what the fuck? Yo, you, passed, you passed the fuck out. I'm telling you. Passed out. She had to drag her out of the bathroom and fan her like, are you okay? She's like, oh, I don't know what happened. It's like you were cleaning the bathroom with ammonia with the door closed. That's what happened. Yeah. Like, what's happening? Even with bleach, too. Like, even if you clean with bleach, you have to open up every window and let make yeah. sure it ventilates. Yep. You gotta be ready. You wanna use bleach? Be ready. It's not a joke. This is not a drill. Yeah, but I don't... Like you you said, know, that's like... the problem in the first place. People are unsanitary. We You're not washing about that, Like, at the job, before it went, like, crazy, it was just like... Right. These are simple things. When you come into your house, take off your shoes. Who wasn't raised that way? Take off your outside clothes. Yeah. Like, don't. Your outside clothes should never touch your bed. Like. Simple things. Simple like this. things. Like, like, when you come in the house, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Like, that, to me, that's so normal. Like, even when I go to work. First of all, you left your house. You walked on the road. Got on the train. Touched everything. Even if you didn't touch nothing. You don't know what's in the air. People around mm -hmm. you. When I get to work, I'm in the bathroom. Yeah, Quickly. wash your hands. That's wash it. My... Quick, little wash your hands. That's it. And then go go work. I just get just here. You just came inside and sat down. Yeah. I don't know. Even at my job, like once a week, I lice on my desk. I'm the only one sitting there, but I've still exactly. Exactly. I have Lysol wipes in my drawer. Like, why? Why you're not doing this? I don't get it. And everybody's not even as lucky as us where we have, like, the cleaning lady. She will clean on top of your desk. Love her. She's awesome. Well, She'll clean on top of your desk. As you, I moved up to the fifth floor. I don't know who right. cleans. I don't even think they do It's clean. not always good when you move on up, huh? No. <laughs> the grass is not greener. The grass is not greener. You got to clean your own desk. <laughs>
But yeah, you don't know. You never know what's going on when you're not there. And all this stuff, you gotta take precaution. But I think we've ranted or carried on enough about <laughs> the weird world that we live in. Coronavirus! Shit is real. Shit is getting real. Shit is getting real. Shit is getting real. I'm waiting for the video. She need to make a video. <laughs> she should make a video. Mm -hmm. Hi, Harper. Hi, Mommy. Hey, Harper! Where is Daddy <laughs> Mowen? I don't know. Did they disappear? Yeah. I guess you have to go find them. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> Let me know what happens. Well, guys, that's my cue to go, because apparently my husband and child are missing. <laughs> it's a good cue. It's a good cue. <laughs> I don't know where they are. Honestly, I don't. I don't know where they went. Like, I don't know. Your house is only but so big, too. Yeah, like, like, come I don't, on. <laughs> don't know. Like, I've been here this whole time. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll end the episode here. Um... Hopefully you liked the, our little rant. I think we're going to keep doing it like this until um, it's safe because it ain't safe right now. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> um, so let us know your quarantine experiences. Um, we're on Instagram. we on everything. Um, you can email us at CorruptedWisdom2 at gmail.com. Um, yeah. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.